a sheer from the Shiridas with you. So before we start, let's talk about who the Shiridas was and what the Shiridas represented and what was the unique elements of it. The Shiridas was then the name that the Telzer Rosh Hashiva Rav Bloch gave to his Shmuzen. Um, as opposed to being a Musr Shmuz, at the point was Musr, it was a sheer in in Das and thought in the in the world of of, of Das of understanding of Torah. So his two summary published was there one sefer called Shir Shire Halacha and Shire Das. He published, um, and there was overlap between the Shire Das and the Shire Halacha. That was one of the chiddushim of tells was that there was overlap. Like one of the one of the Hesperim, the sugya of Gemara in the dorm in the first parak. What the, the getter of the concept of Yodis and what the more is the Shaila Yodis, whether they work or they don't work or not. So the place where he handles the Shaila Masbrit is in Shuri Das, not, not in Shuri Halacha. Right? So he, he was comfortable making an overlap between the world of Halacha and the world of Das. That's, that's the first element of Kiddush. Um, when I was in Yeshiva, Gifter, when he would say, so Wednesday nights was, was the Shuri Das, and. Um, they put up a sign Wednesday afternoon by Mincha time, whether, you know, whether there's going to be a shmuz or not. And sometimes the sign would be Sichu Musoris, and sometimes the sign would be Shiridas, Shiridas. And it was, sometimes Rashiva would say a shmuz. It was a shmuz. Sometimes he would say a Shiridas, which is more like a Makshab the Kazakh. Um, the Kiddush of the Shiridas was that it's our generation is already used to this. Bishai tell you, but when he was when he was you know giving the Shurman, they published the Shurim, They were not. Uh, there was a very Bechidish that in the world of Litzvah he's quoting Tanya and he's quoting Kabbalah and he's he's using matching Maral. Nobody was, nobody was doing that beforehand. Um, the person after him who did that was a Dessler, and eventually from a Dessler, Rosh Shapiro was a Talmud of a Dessler, and you know, now with Huttner, and I was like, yeah, yeah. When I was a, when I was a uh, Yugoman in Yeshiva, uh, so um, it was still just on the cusp of becoming you know, normal to quote Rehutner's. It was like, you know, Huttner was his own style, his own Yeshiva, and the if you want to go hear what you want to hear, but that's become like mainstream in the yeshivas was was not. It's much more mainstream nowadays. Um, the shirdas was a chusa with the leshem. They learned they learned kabbalah together, uh, and he argued with the leshem. So he was a, he was a baldover to argue with the leshem. So you just got to put, 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 put appear where he, where he was in in the world of uh, of, of of Kabbalah and, and, and Machshava. He quotes the leshem one place in the sefer and he disagrees with it. Um, so for those of you who are not familiar who the leshem is, we have other problems anyway. <laughs> by this 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 stage of our, stage of the game. Uh, so he has a shirdas. Um, in this week's parsha, I'm sorry. No, the shiri does. Yes, they blow. Your gifter was a Talmud of Rishalei Bloch's son, who was a Talmud of his father. So, Rishalei Bloch has the sefer called Shiri Das, two volumes, and then his son Rishalei Bloch has the sefer called Shiri Das. And Rigifter has a sefer called Pirkei Muna Shiridas. So three, three generations. 
don't know what they call it nowadays in yeshiva. They probably call it shiradas now also, but it's more. It's much more. Well, it's mainstream because partially because the world has caught up with the idea of machshava, but you know, it's more musar also. It's a combination of the two. Uh, so the name of the shir in this in the gate of this week's parsha is is Karbonus. So that's already you understand what the word. We're starting from uh, from left field, coming together. Uh, it wasn't. It's 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 not uncommon that, that in the safer that uh, the the first half of the the shear, as he calls it, the shiurim, has nothing to do with carbonus. Like the, 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 the final twist at the end brings you back to the world of carbonus. Um, Rabbi Erlewick told me recently that his favorite safer of, of Musa is Shirdas. He holds it mostly so this, of understanding on Haga, Ben Adam Lechaber, etc., understanding people's psychology, etc., he finds in the safer Shirdas. So that's the safer that he, he, refer, he goes back to most often out of all of the storm that he looks at is in the Shirdas. So it's a chiddush to me that you know, somebody wasn't a teller was learning Shiridas, but uh, it's not a chiddush to me that they say that he enjoyed the safer very much. The safer is Moldavi Godish uh, and Yosodis. Okay, so um, he starts off, and so I'm going to just go through the basically go give, give you over Pratim of, this, of, of the shear. The shear is is uh, 13 pages long, so it's not like a Vishaito, when he would say they say them. I think they took like about two hours or so to say them, and then they were they were he they were not actually written by him. They were written by uh, Tamidim. Um, a lot of written by, and then they were edited by his children and published. So this was said in the year um, Tafresh Pevav. So you can do your math. That was a few years ago. Um, so he starts off with trying to understand the how's, how is it that uh, uh, one last point. Almost every one of the shirdas starts off with a pasuk. Quotes a pasuk. And uh, at first glance, again, it's not obvious to you what what the, what the shaykhus of pasuk is to the title, or to the to the topic, to the parsha, whoever said it. The pasuk is talking to Tiyam Hashem That's the pasuk. So we're going to work with Tiyam Hashem He's going to say basically three or four nakudas that I want to touch on uh, in this year. So the first question is, what was this Havamina to give the brachas to Esav? Exactly, what was the that he wanted to give the bruchas to but it would seem to be a difficult thing to understand. Okay? So he says, at, at, at first glance, it seems to be an extraordinary question. Like, I mean, like really, what was this happening? Mean, he didn't know that Esau was a Russia. He made such a mistake. Like, I mean, you know, it's Rivka, who wasn't brought up in a house of Kedusha, understood it. He was brought in a house of Kedusha, didn't get it. Like, how, how do you not shmeke rice? Um, Rebel Khanan. I heard this from somebody who was learning a Tarbadas when Rabbi came to America, and he was one of the Bukhim who was Mashamash Rabbi Khanan when he was here in America. So he told me this, he says, You can't imagine the Ketush of Rabbi Khanan. Rabbi Khanan one time was traveling in a car, and they were going, in a, they were going by, cab, by, by taxi cab to somewhere, and Rabbi Khanan said to the, to the driver, Where are you taking me? It stinks here. It smells horrible here. They're going through Times Square. It doesn't smell bad in Times Square to our nose. Because the nose of Bukhanan, the tumor which is there was so horrible that it smelled bad. Like, that was like, the book is like, you have to picture what Bukhanan was. Bukhanan was such a cottage that, you know, going through Times Square because of the tumor of Times Square, Pashat physically had a bad smell. 
So Yitzchak couldn't count that Asa was Rosh. Like, like, you know, it's not me stop. She says, the first glance, I'll say you the simple answer is we have a concept of the concept of brachas was given to, to, to Ramavino. The concept of brachas that he, sh- he should give to, to, to Yitzchak should give over that he understood. That's part of his responsibility. He knows that it's Kibi Yitzchak, we'll ever call Yitzchak. Not, not both of them are going to get the bracha. He knew that. Uh, those are all known to him. Bracha belongs to the Bechara, and that's clear that the, the Peshat of the Bracha belongs to the Bechara. Yaakovino's whole title was that he bought the Bechara. It wasn't that the Bracha should be given to the non Bechara. So Yitzhak should argue simply, the Gemara says, I have no right to, to, to deal with it. It's a good Kasha, but it's not my job. Right? So where's that, where, where's that phrase taken from? That's the Gemara Sanhedrin. The Gemara Sanhedrin says that um, the um, Yeshaya Novi comes to Chizkiyo and says that, that with the Nevoah that you're going to die, you're not going to live, you're going to die. Um, so that's, that's a Psukim. And then it says Dav, and then the Russian gave him the war. He added 15 years to his life, etc. So Morris and Hedron said, What was the conversation? What was Kiskiyo? He says that Yeshaya comes to Kiskiyo says, Listen, you weren't, you weren't icing a pair of your review. So you deserve to die. The Russian submits to the Torah. You're ignoring the Torah. You're going to have to die because of that. So Chizkiyot uh, says back, I saw Baruch HaKadosh that my child's going to be a Russia, Menashe. Right? So I didn't want to, I didn't want to be Merlin to a Menashe. Now, if this happened when you say Menashe was a Russia, that's like an understatement. It's like probably the, the, the understatement of the century, right? His, the Rishas of Menashe was mind-boggling. The Rishas of Menashe was a person who took he found every Sefer Torah in all the rights of Israel and cut out every name of Hashem and every Sefer Torah and replaced it with the name of Avodazor. You got to really be into Avodazor for that one, you know. Like you know, like it, the, the, the Sefer Torah of the of Moshe Rabbeinu, which was in the Zor, they had to hide it because they were afraid it was due to that Sefer Torah also. So there was one kosher Sefer Torah in all the rights of Israel left over after Menashe was done. Right? So Chizkiyo understood that this is what his the Korban Abayis came because of Chizkiyo, because of Menashe. Right, because of the, the various that Menashe did. So, Chizkiyo said, I'm not, I didn't want to bring such a child into the world. So Shai is back. It's not your business. You have a mitzvah in the Torah. You have a mitzvah in the Torah to have children. That's your responsibility. And the Russians, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians, secret are not your business. So Yisrovino said, I have a key to give a bracha. I have a key to bracha to the bachar. I understand the Tzach HaGagash, but what's going to talk? That's not my job. And Yitzchavina, of all people, who was his meter was the meter, said then, that to do the right thing, no matter what, that was the right thing. I, what's going to be? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Okay. I mean, the, the whole Milo of the office of Ramavino was, was to go, to make any sense you should kill Yitzchak? No. But that's what you got to do. So what's our cash? How can we make such a mistake and give it? Right? Right? That, the Chorob, the problem is that would be the simple, the simple answer, but it doesn't work in the psukim, right? It says right, and he actually gives him a bracha at the end. So where the the we seem to be grappling with the, there's there's something else besides besides this cheshbon of that he has to give a bracha to, to the bechor. He had felt some some type of kesher to Esav that he should be giving, giving, giving him the giving him the bracha. So that's 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 the right way to say the question. He said the question: What was his havmina to give the brachas to Esav? It's pashut because that's what he's supposed to do. Like end the conversation.
Okay, so he says an approach which um, um, other other people say as well that his plan was at that point in time to give Esav a bracha was that Esav and Yaakov to make some some type of a relationship, some type of partnership, etc. Okay. But he says, I have a different problem, which I want to explain over here. He says, and he really spoke about this in the um, um, in the, the Dimash Das, that, that what's this whole thing with the the, the, the Tzayid? Yitzchak said, tells Esav, go out, get, bring me Mi'atamim, like I like, like, like I love, and and then I'm going to give you a brach. So, so what's that about? What, what is the deal that he's... Later on it says, Vayarach is rech begodov, so, and then, Vayarach eyu, Vayitulchon lekim, like the brach was immediately adjacent with the idea of smelling the smell. Rashi says he smelled the smell of Ganadin. This tremendous smell of Ganadin, he gave him the brach. So the support over there says, and it's the support of, um, it says, "Vayarach is rech begodov, the harches of nafshay betanu betanugas areach." Kenyan, but I hear Kenagan Hamanagan, Matilov Shom Yarashem. So we find such a concept. We find that that Shol Hamelach was Echad to Nevuvo. Shol Hamelach was tend, had a tendency. He, became, he got a, got the Marish Nor. He got a, a ruach of depression upon him when they would take the the musician would play the music through the music he was able to connect into Kedusha so similarly a person through Tanuga's Hareach is able to connect into the world of Kedusha it says what's the pshat it sounds strange so let's let's put it in our modern terms we go into the stipend the stipend was known to Baruch HaKadosh right the other staff, he says, you know, Ruch HaKadosh. He says, one second, before, you know, with Ruch HaKadosh, we have to have a Geshmak of breakfast. And then we get Ruch HaKadosh. In our mind, it doesn't make any sense. Like, what is, what's the connection between having a Geshmak of breakfast and Ruch HaKadosh? So Yitzhak is about to give the brachas with Ruch HaKadosh. He says, first, I need to have a Geshmak of breakfast. Then I have to have some nice pasomim. And then we'll give you a bracha. Right? Right, uh, so Moshe is trying to write a true, but he says, you know, the pshat's not going. One second. Pulls out the, 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 the CD player and he puts in uh, classic Beethoven's whatever, and now, ah, yeah, Shigivaldik, yet for You know, like, uh, it doesn't really seem to, to, to fit our picture of Lutash Rosh Hashivas for sure not, right? Okay. So this, he says he says in the kud over here, which is I want to read you the words of it because it, it, this was a a chasher in the kud which he said it in multiple places. Rebelli Mayer, his 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 youngest son, the Talmud of his father, said it in his das a few times as well. And I heard it from Tamidim of Rebelli Mayer. Get heard from a gifter. This Nakuda as well. And this was a Nakuda which it was one of the Nakudas which tells was was in a certain sense unique vis-a-vis the other yeshivas, Musa yeshivas at that point in time. There are other yeshivas, but other Musa yeshivas, not all yeshivas, Musa yeshivas. Um, Rebark Bear was a yeshiva in Kesses Beis Yitzchok, right? 
Kesef Beis Yitzchok was a break off from Slobodka. The, the guys, the Barker Yeshiva, did not, did not have Shachos to Musar, so they, they had a break off Yeshiva. They needed Rosh Hashiva, and the Barker became Rosh Hashiva. So, they, because the, the world of Musar was not necessarily the easy, most easily in this Kabul out of um, in, in the world of yeshivas they, they felt that it was innovation and they, they, this idea of learning Musar Kviyas of learning Musar etc I'm, I'm sure some of you have heard of the Musar Mechlekes right so um, Tells had its version of it in um, in 1907 uh, Reblazer tells it was a Talmud of Rabbi Salanter. So he, you know, he was introduced Musar into the yeshiva, and the Bachim were not happy with it. And the, uh, basically, the Bachim made a rebellion, and they left the yeshiva and they went to the main shul in the city, and they were learning yesh- in the shul, not in yeshiva. This is totally an aside. It's just the Musar like you know, what, what? So the Potter of said over. Like he was, he learned, he was learning, and he learned by Blazer Talzer. Blazer Talzer in 1910. So, Blazer um, Gordon. So he said over that how how did how did Blazer win the Machlokes? It's very simple. Blazer Talzer was a person who had Avas Atara to the nth degree. Um, by Rabbi Shalvechik's Chasna. So Rabbi Chaim asked Blazer to be the Masada Kedusha. That's Rabbi Yosher from YU. So his his parents, the Masada Kedusha was a place that tells her. So he asked Rukhaim, like, why did you pick the place that tells her to be the. the, the, the all the Galilean were there. I mean, everybody was there. It was Rukhaim Salvechik's, you know, son, older, older, older son getting married. And uh, his wife was a, was a Feinstein. He's a, he's a merchant's cousin. So uh, it was a nice shidduch, you know. Right? So. Um, you hold he's the biggest guy. This is the biggest guy in basic niche, but in Amazon Torah, there's nobody like him in the generation. This is what Chaim Brisker said about Revelation Tells. So he asked Chaim, how do you know? So he said, when Velocity closed in 1892, so Chaim was, was, was available to. So Blazer, who was the Rav and the Rosh Hashiva in Tells, contacted Chaim, and Chaim should come and say Shiva in Tells. They always talk about the idea of the what ifs. What if? What? What if? You know that had happened anyway. But okay. So, Reb Chaim said no. So Blazer wrote him back. So I understand. It's uncomfortable that you know you should be saying a shear and I, I trust you. You should be just be my shear. I'll give over the yeshiva to you. You'll be. I'll be the rub of the city, and you'll be the rosh yeshiva. I'll give over the yeshiva to you. But I want my tamina to be to hear your shear. Reb Chaim said no. So Blazer writes him back. He says, I understand. It's uncomfortable. I'll give up the position of being the Rav and the Rosh Hashiva, and you'll be the Rav of the city and the Rosh Hashiva, and give Shir and the Yeshiva, and I'll be a Balabas in the city, and I'll take care of a Christ of the money. It shouldn't be your headache, and you should, right? But a beam, just that my Tinnus is to hear your Shur. So Rukhaim said that that Madrake of Avatara to give away the Rabbanus and the Rosh Hashiva, because he, he wanted something to hear my Shur, that, that's unheard of. I didn't hear that Misa from Gifter, I heard that from somebody else. But Gifter said a different Misa about Laser. That um, Laser, she was mourning after davening. She was mourning, he would daven, he would not daven, he would daven in the, in the, the Shabbat base matter. He was the Rav, the main base matter in the city. And afterwards, the meaning of the, meaning of the, the community was that the whole community with the Rosh Hashanah, the Tetra, would be Malava, the Rav, to his house. There was a Kiddush in the house. On the way, a bucker, he he passed by, and there's a bucker there. And the bucker, 
starts, Rebezer sees him and remembers that the Bokhar asked him a kashra. He said, talking to the Bokhar. And for 20 minutes, he forgot about everything else. And he was talking to the Bokhar, that the whole city is waiting. He's talking to the Bokhar. So finally, after like, you know, a few, you know, you, you're clearing your throats and, <clears throat> you know, type of a thing, you know, eventually somebody, you know, somebody got through to him that, you know, there's people waiting for him. He says, what can I do? He says, when I, when I, when I see Torah, when I, it's just like a, just like a shikr. When he sees a bottle of, of, of Brumfin, he can't control himself. So I can't control myself. So that Toshiba said over that Misa. And they said over another Misa, he wants two Bachamar arguing and learning, the basic matters. So the Shiva had French windows. French windows are like these windows which open up. Like they're, they're like windows, but they're like door, glass doors which open out onto the lawn. So the windows, the French doors were open. The Bachamar were arguing and learning. And Blazer was walking by and he heard it. He jumped through the window to argue and learning with them. Like he couldn't, he couldn't control himself. Like, you know, it's like, ah! You know, it's like you have you know, some, some man flying through the window with a cape. I'm here at the same shot in the Gamora. You know, like, you know, like, you idiot, you're wrong, you're right. You know, like, you know, that was what Blazer tells us, right? So Blazer was, had an opposite tyrant. So the Bakram rebelled against, and the, so he says, Bakram was sitting and learning, they need food. So they were sitting in the, in the city, the, the Stadt based matters. They left the yeshiva. They basically spat in his face, and he raised the money to make sure that they had the food they didn't eat, they should be able to eat. While he was, they were sitting in, the, you know, they came to him, they spat in his face, they ran away from his yeshiva, and he was supporting them while they were learning in, in, in the other place. So Panachorov said, we lost. That was the end of it. Like, you saw what, uh, what Musa did to a person. Like, none of us were able to withstand that because our guy was a problem. We thought we knew better, but he, he, he knew he knew better, but he also knew that you have to have their, you have to, you have the, the meatus of the person. So we lost. At that moment, Musr won and we lost. That's what Papan Richard Rav said. You know, but there was a Musr, there was a big Machoikas about Musr. So um, many of the Shivas were non Musr Yeshivas. So, but one of the Kudas which he, in the world of Musr Yeshivas, Musr Yeshivas, you know, we're used Musr, the Musr was very intense, breaking down the mensch. The very, the very much wasn't tells. So he says like this. This is all the Hakdama to this. Get, get to this, the paragraph. Okay. Okay. We see from this the following. Whatever Madriga you reach, you're still a human being in a body. The, the smallest person to the greatest person, we have the same Kaychas and Hergeshas. Any action you're going to do, the body is part of the story, and the body is a body. He also had that. Obviously, in Yitzchavino, the amount, the role that it played was much less than it plays in ourselves. But, so when he wanted to give the bracha, he wanted to give the bracha that there should not be any part of his being who was not involved in this bracha. So he understood that, see, he's 99.9% neshama and 0.01% goof, that goof should also give. How do you get the goof to give? You give it a geshmaka breakfast. All right, that's what we have. We have the omiyun, we have a geshmaka breakfast. The eker is not the breakfast. Like, eker is the, you know, like nowadays, like, they, they tell me, if you want to get people to come to learn, food. Right. No, that's not what you mean. Okay. That, 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 that was my uh, cynical aside about that thing. It's ridiculous. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, 
But he's saying the Messiah says it's not going to work. If ignoring the goof doesn't work. Ignoring the goof means that he says, he says you take a spring and you press it down. You press and you press and you press and you press. And it goes lower and lower and lower and lower. But you're putting more and more pressure into it as you're pressing it down. One day it's going to pop up. And when it pops up and it flies, it flies horrible. You can't ignore the reality that you're a goof. Yitzchabin understood that means he has to get part of his being in there as well. Which means every part of his being should be involved. All those kaiches and yonah should be achayim boy. Yazrei v'seil lezeh. That therefore he simulates a lot outside the lachel matamim. So he required that there has to be matamim involved in as well, because because the kaiches and the kaiches and the muchim shabenafshay will also be feeling good. They'll also enjoy, enjoy, join into the brach and give the brach over the full kaiches of the person. This is the side which he says. Rabbi Meir said it um, that in a different shmuz. Rabbi Meir said it, you say in davening that the last of the, the last capital of all tillim. So hallelujah, big b'reisar hallelujah, kurav yula hallelujah, b'seikah shayfar hallelujah, b'neva v'chinar hallelujah, b'seifu malchah hallelujah, b'minim v'ugav hallelujah, b'setzlei shama hallelujah, b'setzlei suruah. Call on the shemot ha'halokah. What's it saying? There are different ways that you relate to things, the different emotions that you have. You need to you need to be ma'asher that those emotions exist. You need to recognize those emotions, and you need to then find a way to turn those emotions to to be mahal also. But to ignore that they exist is is an, is, an, is, an, is an exercise in futility, and it's worse than that. It's, it's dangerous. So there's moments when you there's the take our shayfer, which is the way you you mahalakalish parakol. There's moments of navel and chinor, and he goes through each one. He talks about each one of them how it represents a different type of emotion that the person would have, a different type of feeling the person would have. That we have to respect that, recognize it, and then find a way to connect that to kedusha as well. But to ignore that it exists, you know, I learned a lot about, you know, Safer X, that, you know, Godel X was always just, he never, he never ate, he never slept. And, you know, first Diamond had his, you know, piece of bread and his, his tea, you know, the Don Lagarian had his piece of bread and his tea. I'm going to do the same thing, right? You're an idiot. You're not going to do the same thing, right? The little guy was holding on a drag, that is the amount that his goof needed. Your goof needs more. If you don't give that more, you're stuck. Judas is a different schmooze. What page is it? Called Palace Magala Glecho. Where he says the same you saw it. He says the, the Gemara says that a person without the Tarsha Lutzarach is raising his chayv in the Afshay. Okay? So it's a Gemara Sanhedrin. So the problem is that that's a very strange phrase. Um, what is what's called the Torah? So he says each person's answer is different. I need to be able to to function optimally as a human being. I need two hours of downtime a day to, to chill out. So for me, that's not called the Torah. That's called the Torah. Somebody else needs three hours. That's not the Torah. That's his Lutzarach. One person needs an hour. That's his Torah. So the person needs one hour who's without the two hours. That's the Torah. But to say, I don't need that time, you're fooling yourself, and it's, it's, it's going to come back to haunt you. 
So Pales Magalaglecha, he says that Pales means to measure. Magal is the circle. So if you picture Kadosh with the dot in the middle, and you draw a circle around that dot of what he goes into your interface of the Kadosh Baruch i.e., what you need. So that's your circle. You have to figure out what your circle is. He says, and, and, and the leeway to, to know that you might need some space is also part of your need. I got to get it down to like, you know, two hours, 13 minutes, 47 and a half seconds. I can't do that. that I got on my mind. So that's also part of your need, not, not to have to have an exact amount. And your goal in life is to try and move that circle closer and closer to the dot. But to recognize that you have a circle. Right? If I am not going to get the optimal amount of time that I need to sleep and to eat and to eat well and to, and to have a chance to interface a social life, etc., I'm, I'm going to become depressed. I think I mentioned to you once, I had a, had a, had a close cover in yeshiva who, was, who is, Baruch Hashem, extremely talkative. I'm like, you know, stoic and quiet. You know, he's, really, he's really talkative. Okay. Right? I'm serious. Um, okay, so he was learning. He, he was he was learning in the mirror in Eretz Yisrael, and he decided he talks too much, which is, there are elements of truth to that. Uh, um, and he decided to make undertake a tennis deeper for a period of days in a row. So the first day, second day, and then he was getting pushed depressed because for him that was pushed part of his chias was the interface of people. Uh, so the mashgiach or, or Baron around walk, walk day one it's a very big chaos so he walked by one day he says uh, said the Bachar's name he says and he walked by I mean, there's his whole response was three words the name he caught what he's doing he said, that's not the right thing for you it doesn't work for you it's not going to be healthy he says and I was almost like I was almost going becoming depressed so a few more days, I would have been, you know, I would have needed, you know, uh, uh, whether he would have had to put him in, in institutionalize him or not, I don't know. But let's say, you know, but he's definitely an institution. That's a different issue. Um, it's a different type. This person has to recognize what are what his needs are. Okay. Says furthermore. We, we find that when you give a bracha, you give a bracha, you put your hands on the person's head. Now, that, that, it's, it's, if you think about it, it's illogical. It doesn't make any sense, so it's in an obvious way. Put the hands on the person's head. So it's like, like the bracha goes down my arm into my hands. I mean, bracha is a ruchliistic thing that I'm giving to the person. What do the hands have to do with anything? And the Pesukim talk about, you know, later on with, 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 with Yaakov and, and, and Ephraim and Asher, the right hand on the, on the right person, the left hand on the other person, and he should switch the hands, like, you know, like, like we're talking brachas. Right? We get the rabbi, the rabbi gives you a bracha. You know, like, what's the, who cares about the hands? That's not how it works. It works with hands. The nature of the bria, Russian Pesach bria, that the, 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 the interface between two people and they're able to pass along something which is ruchnius requires a gashmisic element as well. Okay. Um, you affect the bracha. The difference between a right hand and a left hand impacts the bracha. That's how how sensitive the physical element is in regards to the ruchnistic element as well. So he says, even though it's a tremendous 
that the shot is that the the nefesh adam goes back misaremes misacheres b'shrasha imem makarshim he goes back to shemayim to the makor of kadosh baruch hu and that's how it brings bracha down. Shemayim is talking about the highest madrigas. A bracha is the highest madrigas in the world. You're connecting back into the shama nishmas al yaina and bringing bracha down. Right? Im kolzeh it goes through a kachas aguf. And that is part of the process. And a person would ignore that. And that's the pshat is, that's why the Zakur of a person, so then that's why the bracha comes out. Somebody was asking me this week, what's the pshat? You say, Bali Simcha Vakarcha Bracha. And that's the pshat. He says the pshat is the balisim of a karech bracha because when a person's in a, a rumundik of the goof is feeling good. So the neshama and the goof are functioning can, can function as one that they want they, that they feel an outward focus to give to others. But a lot of times, even my neshama wants to give. My goof is right now saying, I want, "You want to give? I want to sleep. I want to eat. I I want something else." So the goof is not in the mood of be, be focusing outwards. So it's the, the bracha, but the, I mean the shama wants it. That's very nice. But the goof, is, the goof is not in line. The bracha is not the same. When the goof is in line, the bracha is the same. So a person by a chastan, he's in tremendous state of simcha. Sees that he has a of, uh, the, the 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 goof is in line with the neshama in feeling so exciting that you 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 every, every person who came it's so nice that you came you feel you're 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 connecting outwards. Then the goof is in line in that same state of simcha as the neshama. Then you can give a bracha to others. Okay. Um, so he says the fear is lower. Actually, he actually the other mahashish makir by his karchus of a TV. It's not that you cannot. It's not that you are not able to remove your physical elements, but only that you're not supposed to remove your physical elements. Okay, um, the the Russian made us a certain way. The Russian made a mistake, you know. The Russian, like you hear, like Russian made a mistake, you know. He could have made us like really holy. He made us with these dirt, this stupid body, which gets in the way all the time. Like, okay, good. So he says, "Vamos to say it's a hechatimsa for the for the nisoyin, you know. It's the goof versus the neshama, etc." He, he wasn't a big advocate of that mahal. He says it's not mistar, but that the whole hechatimsa of the goof is just hechatimsa to be problematic. What is chizim mason for? Why is chizim mason so important? Because the goof deserves to get its star. I mean, the goof was, was just was was the was the oyev. The goof was the enemy. Now, you know, I, I'd rather not have the chiyas and leave the goof in the in the as they say in Yiddish, right? Right? Leave the goof in the in the dirt. You know, uh, let it decompose and just have a holy in the shovel floating around, like you know, like a mouth, you know, with the wings, whatever it looks like, right? Like, what, what, who needs the goof if it's such a bad thing? Tars says, "Oh, goof is holy." Yeah, really. You really believe in that? So why are you so upset in your roof all the time? There it's, just, it's not the pshat is. The only person who has the goof is also in, 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 in functioning properly. And he says he brings up Gomorrah. The Gomorrah in the Gomorrah uh, Zorah. The Gomorrah says, My Sabrina Shugam Leal, he was Al Gabi Maila Bahar Bayas, and there was a Nachris Achas Nabi Yosu. The more brings in more in in Tainus. Rabbi Kiva saw the wife Asher from service of Russia. Because I'll save his rock. He spat, he laughed, and he cried. So he says he 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 he, he spat. Kiva comes from like physical. Sachak 
he knew that she's eventually going to marry him. The whole thing is a joke. And Boch, he cried about the beauty, which eventually is going to end up, end up in, the, in the dirt. Rekiba crying about beauty, like that Picasso. Eventually, it's going to get burnt down. I feel so bad. I'm crying about it. You know, I mean, a Picasso anyway. It's a definition. Okay, but let's you know, let's say somebody like that Taka, which you know, Taka knew how to paint. But um, I, a Rembrandt, and I like gorgeous. Uh, uh, so you know, Russia finally walks into the to, to, into the Louvre, and he sees the Rembrandt. He's, uh, that she's you know the canvas is going to wear out. I mean, really, that's what we keep us crying about. The I shoot for the ball of that's Bolivar. It's going to eventually wear out in the in the ground. Rebekiva, who went on Kedush Hashem and Kol Yomai and he started the Apostle Zev that that's Shemakayim bechol abu bechol nafshecha. What's going on? She says, like the Morris has a cash on the cards. Also, they missed that. The Morris says it was a, it was a, it was a, it was, a, it was a, by the by the by the corner. He was going this way. She was going that way. So he couldn't avoid her, and he saw her. Okay, but he's spoiled from the beauty. He's spoiled from the beauty of a woman. The Russian made the nature of man that we have. He's spoiled from the beauty of a woman. That's not trafe. That's more of Hashem. What you do with it is problematic. We have to figure out what to do with it. But that that's that man responds to beauty. The basic thing is has to be beautiful. You know, you can imagine the Baal Musa comes saying, ridiculous gold. Garnished, Make it out of like mud. Right? That's basically it should be muddy, you know, like you know, because you'll see it more ruthless, right? 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 Come on, but you know, about like that, right? Right. So why does it make this so beautiful? Why does it have have to be beautiful? The colors, tiferes. It has to be with tiferes. That's that beauty. Yaakovino is referred to as tiferes. What's going on over here? If we're, if if we're, if the Bali quote unquote Bali Musa are right, not the real Bali Musa, but the Bali Musa who think they're Bali Musa are right, the Torah doesn't make any sense. He was so spoiled from her beauty. He said, The more talked to making a bracha, a special bracha, and, 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 and a beautiful person. So, so the Morgan Rome says, you know, it's, a, it's a woman, you know, we happen to see it, it's what to make the bracha. So we're, we're, there's a Kriya's bracha on that. You're supposed to say, feh. Feh. That's what you're supposed to say, right? Feh. No, it doesn't mean that we stop, right? You know, like. Terrence is that. The uh, the Bersha made us that we were misraged and misbelled for beauty for a reason. That's not trafe. That's, that, that's, that's a mouse of the mensch. It's not just there's a heck of to overcome it. I, I'm always misbelled. Like, we, we have this hargosha. Like, they build yeshivas in Eretz The buildings are gorgeous. The Kurdish is gorgeous, etc. The place is a, is a chazer style because nobody keeps it nice. Like, I grew up in Tells. You know, Tells you said they had a gardener. They, they know they had a person who planted flowers. And, you know, the other used to make fun, you know, like, you know, we need more food for supper, and all they care about is the flowers. I, I, good, I understand. You can all deliver, you know, what, a yeshiva shouldn't look nice. There, that there shouldn't be a guy who has plenty of flowers in the flower, the flower bed in the front. Should be weeds instead. Like, you know, should be weeds, you know, like, to show you that there's nothing important in this world, you know. 
Sure, that's the shmuz, the kavod l'sifaris about the cheshivas of, of of that the way you we, we recognize the value of something is through the tiferes. Okay, he says the fact that Rikim was able to rock sakukabocha is a shmuz. He, he was able at one moment to see the beauty, to see a whole future that there's eventually going to be the time you're going to be in the ground, and that's going to it's, it's going to wear out. Like Rikim is being misragish. In our terms, we, we would say, if they're not Rabbi Kiva, you'd say, like, you know, you have the person that comes to you and says, you know, like, I had, a, had, a, had one of my chibuses in yeshiva, so we should look at the story. His name is Rabbi Rakach. Rabbi Rakach is, uh, he has a, he has a, he has a, he has a shul and um, he has a Beit Knesset, I'm sorry, Beit Knesset, uh, in Chicago. We were chibuses for a few years together. See, he is a Ben Ben from the Meister Rikeach on the Rambam. So that's it, from Tunisia. He's probably 20 generations of Chachamim. His father became a physicist instead of being a Chacham. His father was a physicist. His father was one of the top three physicists in the country working for the United States government. They, he was like involved in like real top secret stuff, etc. When he, would, he and his three colleagues would fly somewhere, they never would fly, the government would not allow them to all fly in the same plane. Because if something happens to the plane, they can't afford to lose all three of them. That's when he was born. He's the before. Say the father comes in to uh, his wife, you know, after the birth, and she's crying. You know, so uh, he asks her, "Why are you crying?" She says, "Because you're going to make him into a physicist and not a talmud My wife is going to be a like she's already had the whole life planned out, you know. Like you know, your lady have time to worry about it. Like now you're worrying, you're crying about it already now, you know. Rikim is crying about the fact this woman's going to eventually be die, and you know, like you know, you have time. Like you know, let's, right? Rikiva was so aware of everything that was part of his, right? Um, my son was born, and my wife, you know, was, we, we adopted him, and so like, uh, and we're like very shortly after, so my wife one day was like was sad, said, you know, and he's turned thirteen, I'm saying away to yeshiva. I said, you know, let's worry about that then. We have time to worry about it, right? But that's women, you know. Like you know, like they, they, they. But Rikiva had was able to see all of that in one raga and react to it, because in Rikiva's world that was real. So Rikiva, the more says that Abaya once, there's a story with Abaya that he saw a man and woman traveling together. He said, "It would have been me. I would not be able to control myself." So what's the pshat? The, 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 Abai's awareness of beauty his learning didn't destroy his awareness of beauty it, it enhanced his, his awareness of beauty his awareness of the, the, the gods of Kodesh Baruch Hu made that he had a tremendous now he had to control himself not to let that become a negative thing but it wasn't he lost awareness of, the, of what the burial land did in the world out of Robert it created that the whole mouse of the mensch was alive every part of it the awareness of beauty was also alive The Rebison told us um, that she and her gifter used to take uh, walk together. When they, were, when they were in Telstone for those two years, they were in Telstone. Um, they'd take a walk together every day lunch. Every, every day lunch. This is for, for two years. Almost two years. They were there for almost two years. They left post circus They came back for Elo. So almost two, two full years they were there. Right. Every day they went for a walk. Every day the Rashiba was so overwhelmed by the beauty of the Hari Yehuda that he burst out into tears. Burst into tears every single day for 
700 days in a row. Being this ragish from the beauty of, of, of Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't that, you know, he's a Tamil Chokram, she was a Tamil Chokram, she was a person who was a master, not so she could, the night before he said, said his shear, he was up the whole night causing over to share, to, to say it over, to see if he really felt it was Amos, because he didn't feel it was Amos, so he would cause it over again, and test every point to see if he felt it was Amos or not. He could say shear for hours without noticing the passage of time. But when he went for a walk and he saw the beauty of the, 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 the mountains and the beauty of the, 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 the flora, right? He was so distracted, he started crying. So being a God doesn't mean that you're, you've lost appreciation of the beauty of the world. Adarab. 99.9% of the world, the people who supposedly are, who people who appreciate nature, are not nisiragish from it 700 days in a row, the same, the same route. Eventually, we get used to it. Adarab, because he had such appreciation of the Bari Olam, and the godless of the Bari Olam through the Torah, he saw the godless of the Bari Olam every single day, again and again and again, to the point of being nisiragish from his Paul, from the beauty which was there. Okay, this is the first half of the Shemuz. We didn't get to the second half, but a different time.